Okay, so uh, so I think that this week we'll try to do something a, l- a little bit different. Usually we'll, we'll try to maybe do a deep dive into one specific uh, parsha mitzvah. Um, this week it's uh, more than more than more than any other parsha. We see a very beautiful kind of broad um, view of the parshas of the of the of this par- of the, the mitzvahs of this parsha. You see how it all connects in a, in a very very meaningful way. So I thought I wanted to share with you. So uh, we're going to do a kind of uh, a, a more of a shallow dive into a few specific mitzvahs and, and show how we can tie them all together. All right, and the, each one really requires a whole show on itself, Metashem. The next few years, Pashas Nasei, we'll, we'll get into each specific uh, mitzvah, right? But uh, for this year, we'll, we'll maybe try to time, we'll, we'll do a little bit more of a, uh, of a broader outline. So the, the, after we finish the Pasha of the, of the, of the we're counting, the, right? The Nesim, I mean, not the Nesim, excuse me, the, the Golem last week, right? Klai Yisrael traveling, then we got into Shevet Levi, and what their role is, right? So Klai Yisrael are in the area surrounding the Mishkan, so we did the Mishkan already in Shemais, the Kabbalists in Vayikra, now we're on to Klai Yisrael, you know, how they actually lived in the Midbar, we had in Bamidbar, we had all the 12 Shvatim surrounding Right, uh, the, the, the Mishkan, but directly surrounding it, we have the Levim. Right, so the Levim were uh, again the three the three uh, families of the Levim on the three sides, and then you had, of course, the Mishkan. All right, so once that finishes, right, and of course the symbolism there is very obvious. You have in the core, you have the Mishkan, the Taira, right. That's the Sharas Hashchina, right. This is uh, this is the Mishkan. Around it, you have Shevet Levi, which were the Meshar Seha Mishkan. They're the ones who kind of served as the Mishkan. They were the leaders. They were the ones who, who brought Klai Yisrael. They taught Klai Yisrael, the Kehanim, the Leviim. Um, they represented kind of, you know, uh, the, the preparation, what it takes to, to lead up to that Mishkan. And of course, the people, the Hamaynam in the surrounding area. So the Torah tells us a mitzvah of the following, right? This is a mitzvah of Shiluach HaMachaneh, which is that certain people can be in certain Machanas, right? And the, there's three different levels. And level number one is um, is uh, is uh, right. Vishalchu and Amachene called Serua v'Chol Zav v'Chol Tamei LaNefesh. Right, anyone with Saras, any Zav, and and any Tamei LaNefesh. Right. So it says, "Mizacher and the Keva Tishalech." Who Zacher and the Keva? You should send them out. Amichus LaMachene Tishalechum LeYitamu Es Machaneim. Right. And so, uh, and so, what the halacha teaches us, and again, Hirsch has a beautiful pshat how it shims the psukim, but someone who has tzaras is sent out of the machane, all three machanas, right? But he has to even get sent out of machane Yisrael. Someone who's a zav could be in machane Yisrael, can't be in machane Levia, and someone who's tamei meis cannot be in machane shechina. Right, you have an exact parallel when we come into Eretz Yisrael. We have a Yushalayim, right? You have the Harabayas, you have the 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 the, the That's the Machan Shechina, the Harabayas, and of course Yushalayim, and uh, and that's the Allah. So, what's the idea? What's the idea that these three people are being sent out of these three Machanas? Right? What's the division over here? And so, and so, very clearly, what you see is what's Saras, right? Someone who uh, gets Saras, the person, because I'll tell us. He was over on Lashon Hara, social mitzvahs, right? A person who in his social life, his interaction with other people, right? He, he, he made Averis there, he's, uh, he doesn't treat people properly, he speaks badly, Ill, Ill about other people. He gets punished with the Tumah of Tzaras. So he gets sent out of Machane Yisrael. He can't be part of the Machane Yisrael where the people live, the Amaynav, the, the, the day-to-day living of the people. He's sent out of there. A Zav, Zav is, is part of the Tumas Hayyesimigufai, that pertains to morality, right? Similar Shechazer, Anida, these are the same categories of mitzvahs, right? And they can't be a Machana Leviyah, Machana Leviyah, Fakert, right? The, the, the higher up you are on the hierarchy of Klai Yisrael, the more careful you have to be in these issues of morality, 
right? A Kayin Gavel can only marry Basula Mayam, a Kayin, a right? And this, right? So the, the, the higher up you are, Maishra Abbeinu, obviously, um, was the extreme. But, uh, right, well, but when a person is sitting there in the Machina Leviya, in the, in, in the path up towards the Shechina, he's the person who has to lead the people. So he has to be extra careful in the areas of morality, and therefore he sent out a Machina Leviya. And then finally, you have Tumas Meis. Now again, this is the Sugi Arucha, maybe in Pashas Chukas we'll discuss it. The idea of Tumas Meis, right, is, uh, is the idea which is antithetical, right? Tumas Meis is, is someone who has to stay out of the, the Machina Shechina, right? The idea of Misa, right? Churches, Lahavdil, uh, they're always built on cemeteries, right? They're always built, right? Death, decay, right? Because their God, the God of, of the pagans, the God of the non Jews, is the God of powerful, mighty, powerful God, right? And so he shows his great dominance in death, and you have to sacrifice things towards him, right? This is the, this is the conception, the non Jewish conception of God. But Taira, it's the exact opposite, right? Hashem is the Hashem of life, Elikim Chayim. Right? And it's our ability to overcome the physical mortality, which is, which is what Yiddishkeit represents more than anything else. The idea that we are not just animals, which are just, you know, right? Tumah is the idea that you're a physical being who's physical and there's no way you can overcome it. Right? Think about, you know, I was speaking to a friend of mine. He's involved in like the mental health, you know, uh, industry, you know, the, the, in this part of the religion of uh, therapyism. Right? And, uh, and one of the things that like, you know, he talk, he's describing this idea that, you know, the people that are just in ruts. And, right? That's Tuma, right? The idea that you're just, you're, you're, you're a thing, you're, this is what you, your drives and you're just a slave to them. You can't overcome them. This is what Tuma is. Right? Death, when a person comes near death, a person touches or in the same room, right? what, he's, what, he, what he's coming in contact with is the fact that you're a physical being, you're mortal, and there's nothing more to life. And God ultimately, right? so, 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 so the idea is that anything close to death, anything close needs to stay away from the Macha Neshchina. The Torah of the Rabbani represents Chaim, represents life, right? And death is the antithesis. And if a person becomes Tameh, we have the process of Paraduma to make him Tar, which again, maybe Chukas will get into exactly you know, what, what, the, what the idea behind it is. But a person who is Tamil and Nefesh stay far away from the Machina, from the Machina Shechina. It's interesting, a verse says, I'll get off on a tangent here, but he says, you know, when it comes to years, you know, Arisa just started himself as Rosh Hashanah. You guys have an, an Arisa? Right? So you have, you know, the Rosh Hashanah of physical things is Tishrei, right? Tishrei is the month when everything starts to die, right? It's the month of decay. It's this fall. Things are starting to die. That's the beginning of the physical year. Which means even though, yes, you'll go through a summer and it'll be beautiful and spring, right? Ultimately, this ultimately comes right back to death, decay, gloom, right? And that's Rosh Hashanah, right? That's an important lesson that we have to know that we are physical mortal beings and we're all going to die and we have to give den v'chezhen. But the Jewish year, right? That starts, that's Nisan, right? That's represented by life by things that are coming back to life. And you'll have a beautiful summer, and even though you'll have a winter and there'll be some, some lows and death and that exists in the world. But the terror counts itself from Nisan, from life, from, 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 from Nitzchias, from spiritual being, right? The same thing is interesting is that even a day, the physical day begins, right, by Shkia Sachama, as things are getting dark. Right? That's the day. And even, yeah, we'll have a nice sun will rise the next morning, but it all comes back to, to the sun setting to, tonight. Right? Whereas if, uh, the, the, in Halach, in, in the Beis HaMikdash, the day began in the morning. Right? The Karbanis were in a day and a night. The night followed the day. Right? The night was, uh, you could do the Hektar Chalam of the previous day's Karbanis. Right? Because it's the mornings, the rising sun. That's what, ultimately, that's what represents the spiritual life of the people. And therefore, uh, someone who's Tameh has to stay out of the Machina, out of the Machina Shechina. Okay, that's the basic idea. And now the Torah goes ahead and has, and has three mitzvahs. 
three mitzvahs. Okay, the first mitzvah is Gezel Hager. Then you have a mitzvah of Saita. And then you have a mitzvah of Nazir. And you have a mitzvah of Nazir. Want to continue? Yeah. <laughs> Nachi's got a new schedule now. So he's, uh, yeah, but he's also, I think, he's next week he's done. And Levi's abandoned us. Um, I'm okay to, to put on this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and, so, and so the three mitzvahs of her says are, are showing us the, the, the nafkamina or the impact of the Hashem being shari in the Machina Shechina, Hashem being shari in the Machina Leviya, and Hashem being shari in the Machina Yisrael. And so he says like this. So let's start with the first mitzvah. The first mitzvah is Gezel Ager. So what's the mitzvah? The mitzvah goes like this. The person steals, obviously he has to pay back. If he swore they didn't have the money, he, he makes a shvua, and then it turns out that he admitted that he's wrong, this vada, right? So Allah is, so first of all, when he pays back, he has to pay a chaymish. That's the first thing. That's the first halacha that's the schadish, that it's when he's misvad that he pays the chaymish. Number two is, number two is, that if the person has no relatives, right, which the Gemara says, who doesn't have a relative? You always, always make a first cousin, second cousin, third cousin, fourth cousin, there's always a relative. You must be talking about a ger. Right, so in the, in the event that a ger does, only has his sons, have, you know, only has, doesn't have any sons, or his sons died, whatever it is, he has no relatives. So halacha is that the money goes to the kayin, right? That's the first halacha. So this is gezel ger, right? So what's, 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 what's happening here? So the, the way the Torah begins the parsha of gezel ger is, right? It says, This is limo mal bashem. A person stealing from someone, a person stealing from another yid, is limo mal Hashem, right? Hashem is sitting here amongst us, right? And you think, eh, okay, this is just money, right? I'm a barista tzaddik, I'm a big thing when it comes to davening and yomtif and Shabbos. But when it comes to money, okay, I look the other way. No, stealing from another yid is limo mal, something from a person, right? Just a yid, is limo mal bashem. You're rebelling against the Rabbani Shalom. You're stealing from the Rabbani Shalom. The Rabbani Shalom is sitting here, Basaych B'nai Yisrael. The Rabbani Shalom is sitting here, in, in the Machina Yisrael, and that means that when you steal from someone, you're stealing from the Rabbani Shalom. And again, normally, we have a system of human justice, right? You go to Bezdin, but the case here is where you don't have that, right? You're not paying kefil. The luck is if there's kefil, then this whole parasha doesn't apply, right? So he made a shvua, and a shvua, what it does is, it's putting yourself under the direct, you're saying that I'm, put, I'm, I'm submitting myself to the Rabbani Shalom, and you're taka lying, so what do you do? You pay back a chaymish. Where, a chaymish, where do you find chaymish from? Anytime you deal with hektish, there's a chaymish, right? When you steal truma, you gotta pay a chaymish. And then when you pay it from the Vedakabayis, it's a chaymish. Because you didn't just steal from your friend. You stole from the Rabbani Shalom, right? This has a din of hektish. This is mamish hektish. Because everything in the world ultimately is hektish. Okay, where human justice comes in, we'll deal with human justice in a way the Rabbani Shalom gave us a separate rule. We'll talk some other time about kefal, but what's the idea of human justice, right? But where we're submitting to Rabbani Shalom, the Rabbani Shalom ultimately is the balbas of the entire world, right? And you're going to pay a chaymish. And what happens if there's no relatives? So if the, if the victim's still there or his relatives, so the Allah is you pay them. But if there isn't, the money goes to the kayin because you stole the, you stole the money from the Rabbani Shalom. Right? And so the idea of, of sending the Mitzvah out of the Machani Yisrael, the idea that the Shechina Shaira amongst Klai Yisrael, that tells us in our day-to-day lives, in our day-to-day work, right? every aspect of life is under the Rabbani Shalom. It's not just in Shul, not just in the base of Mikdash, but in every business transaction and every interaction with other people, right? is the Rabbani Shalom there. That's the nafkamina of the machine of, of the machine Yisrael. That's the mitzvah gezlager. Then we come to machine Leviya. What we talked about is the morality. The idea that the rabbanim shalom is involved in the moral aspect of life, right? Because again, every country has laws about stealing, has laws about you know being honest. That's a value. But when it comes to issues of morality, we don't have to tell you today. You know where things are getting extreme. Okay, big deal. 
That's not, not, nothing, not none of your business, right? None of your business what goes on behind closed doors. That's not your business, right? Um, yeah, it's not behind closed doors anymore, Baruch Hashem. We've, right? But, uh, right, the parasha of Saita tells us is that the Rebbein Shalom is involved behind closed doors. The Rebbein Shalom is there in the moral aspect of people. The parasha said, we just finished Masech Saita in the, in the Dafyaymi. And Masech Saita, you know, feminists get a little bit offended by Saita a little bit, right? The idea that the woman did something wrong and we blow her up, right? As if, like, we're, we're there to punish the woman. That's obviously ridiculous. Anyone that learned even a mission of Masech Saita knows that that's not the case, right? The woman could very easily say, I'm guilty, she has no witnesses, so nothing happens to her. She leaves the marriage, she goes on, and nothing happens, right? There's no chiyah for her to drink. Very easy for her, for the husband, to get out of drinking the meisaita. There's a thousand and one ways she can get out of it. She might lose her ksuba. Okay, she acted inappropriately, right? The parsha of saita is the opposite. The parsha of saita is there to protect the marriage, right? Where, the, where there's, there's, there's an elephant in the room, where she acted inappropriately, right? She was seen, you know, behaving with, a, with another person or something. The husband was jealous enough to warn her. And then she went, and we have witnesses that she went into a room with the guy. So right now, there's a, you know, the husband, this is, this is a tremendous wedge in the marriage. And then Rebbein Shalom takes an active interest and says, I'm going to make a nice. The Ramban says this is the only time we find an active supernatural event taking place in the day-to-day life of Bnei Yisrael. I'm going to do it. Why? In order to maintain the integrity of the marriage, to show you, the husband, that your wife is innocent and the marriage could, could, could mend itself. Right? Saita is there to maintain the integrity of the marriage, to protect the marriage, to preserve the marriage. Right? That's why if the husband is not Nika Ishmael Oven, if the husband himself is, is, is an inscrupulous person, he himself did Averis, these kinds of Averis, the Saita doesn't work. The Saita is not there to, the, to protect marriages that, should, that, 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 that are terrible marriages where the husband and wife are both not deserving of this marriage. Right? But the ter- so the Rabbani Shalom here, the Rabbani Shalom is in the Machana Leviyah, right? which, is, which, which is the area of life of the Leviyim, of the moral purity of Klai Yisrael. And that shows itself in the parsha of Saita. The Rabbani Shalom is there. The Rabbani Shalom will actively be Moiches in order to make Shalom and Ishtai Ishtai will make a supernatural event in order to, to get involved in the club in the hind closed doors of Klai Yisrael. And then finally, we have the parsha of, uh, of the Machana Shechina. The Machana Shechina, we spoke about the idea of, of Misa, of death, being foreign to the Machana Shechina. Of course, that's in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, in the Machana Shechina, in the Beis HaMikdash. We know a Kayin can't be Tomei. What is a Nazir? A Nazir is a person who in his day-to-day life is, is, is showing himself to be a Kayin. That's what he's basically doing. He's becoming a Kayin. Right? So again, you have it sitting there in the Shechina, right? In the Machna Shechina. But what does that mean? What does that nafka mean of the Rabbani Shalom being a Machna Shechina? Every person, every place in life could become a Nazir. He could become a Kayin. He can't drink wine just like a Kayin can't drink wine. He can't become Tamil and Efesh. He has to stay away from, 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 from uh, right? But just like a Kayin. He has only the seven relatives. A Nazir is essentially becoming in, he's not a Kayin, but he's acting in his day to day life as a Kayin, right? Because he, again, it's, it's a temporary state. A person shouldn't be a Nazir for a long time. The Gemara handles, yes, Nazir. A good nazir, bad nazir, but it's the Torah is allowing for a certain heightened spiritual state where you're acting as if you're in Machana Shechina every single, every, everywhere, you know, everywhere that you are. So again, so beautiful. So we have three mitzvahs, and the mitzvahs are representing the aspects of the three areas. Again, but but in other words, but where does that show itself in our lives? The Rebbeinu Shalom involved in our social life is shows itself. Right? We send the Mitzayra out, the person who is the, uh, the, the social uh, gossip. But it also shows itself in that every, every aspect of life, our business transactions, we're ultimately being mo ma'al b'ashem, parashas v'ager, regezel ager. The Rabbani Shalom, sending out of the Machin Leviyah, which represents the moral purity of Klai Yisrael, the Leviyah, right? The moral purity shows itself in our lives through the parish of Saita. The Rabbani Shalom taking an active interest in the marriages of Klai Yisrael, in the houses of Klai Yisrael. 
and then the Rebbeinu in the Machin Ashkina, right, the ultimate place of of kedusha of Chayim, Melikim Chayim. Right, the Rebbeinu a living God, a Rebbeinu who, 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 you know, uh, who, who doesn't lay echbas from Yisrael Rasha. Hashem shows himself in rising above the physical existence, right, and that shows itself in the parsha of Nazir, where a person could become that that kayan, the person could become that person of Kaidish Hakadoshim in his day to day life. Okay, and just to finish off, so after the after these three mitzvahs, we have a, a, another mitzvah of Birchas Kehanim. There are three brachas: Yivrecha Hashem Yishmerecha, Yar Hashem Panavelecha Vichunecha, Yisa Hashem Panavelecha Vizemoshal. Now again. Every one of these mitzvahs, there's a lot that we got. Gezla Ger, Sait, the Nuz, we could talk about these for a whole shir. Birchas Kehanim as well. But the three basic brachas, what are the three basic brachas? Yivarechacha Hashem, to give bracha v'yishmerecha. What kind of bracha? This is Pashas, a bracha for physical success. Yivarechacha Hashem v'yishmerecha, to protect it, right? Physical existence, we need protection. The first bracha is, right? And that's the Machani Yisrael. That's the Klai Yisrael's day-to-day physical existence and our day-to-day lives. Yivarecha Hashem v'yishmerecha. Yar Hashem Panavelecha, Hashem should, in, should, should shine His face on you. That's giving you spiritual enlightenment. This is the Machin Aleviyah, right? This is, this is the, uh, the, 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 the Menorah, right? The Menorah in the, in the, in the Mishkan, right? Hashem should be Chuneka and, and, and show you favor, allow you, refer says, to understand His ways, right? This is, there's two, you know, throughout Klai Yisrael, right? Throughout, think about like the, you know, the, the terrible Middle Ages and how thing, bad things were for Klai Yisrael. We were always very good at keeping the mitzvahs. We were always good at, you know, that, that, was, that was very good. But the spirit Spiritual alignment, the idea of being able to see and understand things, being able to, even philosophy, Musr, Ashkafa, these things, that's not, we're not always guaranteed to have such a rich spiritual life, right? A rich spiritual life. You can keep the Torah and still not be spiritual, right? The rich spiritual life, which we're seeing tremendously, you know, the, the increase today, Baruch Hashem, right? This is Yara Hashem Panavichuneka, and Shochein, and shine your Chein on us Hashem, that we should be able to understand, we should be able to be enlightened, spiritually enlightened. And then finally, Yisa Hashem Panavilacha, Yasim Hashem, Hashem should turn towards you. Hashem should be shayra in you, right? This is the machin eshchina. This is the rebbeinu shalom showing bracha in your day to day life. And again, that's connected the third. That's the machin eshchina. And so again, everything in the Torah is mamish stimming. The three sending out of the three machinas, the three mitzvahs gezla ger saita and nazir, and the three brachas of berachas kehanim, all showing us rebbeinu shalom kaddish hakadoshim. And that means right, the ultimate, the ultimate rebbeinu shalom, the asheras eshchina kaddish hakadoshim, right? The rebbeinu shalom rising above, rising above death. There's the Machin Leviyah, there's the Rabbi Shalom Sharei amongst the Leviyim, but showing us that in the moral purity of our lives, and then the Rabbi Shalom of Machin Yisrael, showing himself in the day-to-day aspects of life, right? Everything is under the control of the Rabbi Shalom, and we have to recognize the Rabbi Shalom in all these aspects of our lives, come to one complete whole, right? In the Vesa Mikdash, the three brachas of Rechaz Ganem were one. It's one concept. And nowadays, Begvulin, it's three concepts which we have to kind of work on. We have to work on the Rebbeinu here, right? That's a, that's a very, it's a very first idea, right? In Tefillin, the parashas are in four separate batim, right? Four separate ideas. But in our arms, when it comes to action, right, it's, it's all one. It's all united, right? They've, we can compartmentalize, but ultimately it's part of one idea. And in Metzah Shem, we should talk about to realize um, the Rebbeinu in our aspect, even though we're not in the Midbar, we're not in Eretz Yisrael, but uh, finding the Rebbeinu recognizing him and the impact that it has in all these aspects of our lives. Thank you, Charles.